Oh, amigo. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, chinga. Chinga, you know what the fuck it is. <laughs> lo and behold, be lo and behold, it sound like, sound like Big Ren the Legendary. You are correct, amigo. My guy, how are your feelings? Man, man I'm good, man. I'm good now. Yeah. Got paid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Things typically go better after that, yes. Man. He was telling, he's telling me come back in ten minutes and I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> he said, What do you gotta do? I said, I got shit to do. What do you gotta do? I got stuff I gotta do. I'm I'm leaving town tomorrow. I got stuff I gotta do. Well, what do you gotta do? I got stuff to do. <laughs> I have things. That is hilarious. <laughs> what uh, what you got lined up? Oh, man. Uh, so you ever seen? Man, we're about to be on some deliverance shit. I feel like you ever seen that movie? Fuck. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't actually had the pleasure of of watching the whole movie now. But you know what it is, though, right? I am aware. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think we're about to be on. Some of that shit. Um, Please be specific. About, oh, man, yeah, I don't think I don't think anybody's gonna get like raped or anything. I don't think anybody's but, gonna get raped. <laughs> it's a big ass place, man. I, I, I've been looking at the map all night, just trying to figure out like where where we're sleeping because uh-huh. like we've got two cabins and uh, like the grand suite, which holds like twenty. There's eighteen of us going. So, I mean, the Grand Suite should hold all of this, but we have mm. two cabins, and I'm in one of the fucking cabins, and you have to bring your I own goddamn so. pillow, blanket, and sheets. Uh, bedding. Fuck? Yeah! <laughs> I mean, you probably, <laughs> you're probably better off for it. Man, I've slept in a pay-by-the-hour motel in East L.A. I'm not <laughs> You've seen the bottom. <laughs> I've seen the bottom. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, I mean, like, dude, that, that that spot in L.A., East L.A., dude, in fucking Bell Gardens, California. Look it up if you don't fucking believe me. The Fiesta Inn. Mm. Swear to God, dude, there was, like, a little bit of blood on the wall, like, some dead <laughs> in the corner and shit. Like, it was full-on pay-by-the-hour joint. Mm. This segment of the hard camera brought to you by... <laughs> the fiesta in <laughs> just a little bit of blood on the wall <laughs> it was just a little bit <laughs> they had, they had a they had a tv channel too that was like nothing but fuck flicks and like nice. so like we're flipping through the channels when we first get up in there seeing what they got on tv or whatever because we figured it would be like bunny ears type shit you know what i'm saying oh. like only the locals but, like, we're flipping through, and, like, there's a hardcore fucking channel on there. Oh, shit. And, like, like we go to bed, or, like, we go out, we go out, we come back, or whatever, we go to bed, wake up the next morning, like, yo, let's see what's on the fuck, for, like, the fuck channel. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it your own name? <laughs> Had to. And Dude, like, you hey, remember, bro, like, hey, friend, let's see what's on the fuck channel. <laughs> You remember, you remember the like the old DVD players, like whenever you, like you stopped watching something and you just left it on and it had like the DVD like symbol yeah. like bounced off the screen like a screensaver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, like, dude, it had a screensaver on there. 
on the channel. <laughs> what you mean? Like it was just <laughs> so. Wait, 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 wait. I just, I just yeah. So like the whole, the whole network was powered by fucking the Steve's dude at the front desk. The dude. <laughs> He was playing his private stash of fuck flicks. <laughs> Man, dude, yeah. At first he tried telling us that we couldn't stay there because I wanted to get a room for three nights. And he was like, no, it's only paid by the hour. And I'm like, no, no. I just got fucked out of my hotel room in San Bernardino. Oh, my God. So I'll be there in 30 minutes. And I'll tell you, I was the guy talking to you on the phone that wanted the three nights. And went there and I was like, hey, I'll just talk to you on the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, 120 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> For three nights. <laughs> My man hit you with the VIP rates. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking, like, dude, I swear to God, I was thinking, like, we're going to pull in this parking lot and it's going to be, like, nothing but, like, just trash, uh... you know? And, like, dude, pull in the parking lot and, like, this fucking parking lot, I swear to God. Is filled up with Hummers and Corvettes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then the last, the last time we were staying there, like if we pull in the parking lot, there is no parking spaces at all. Oh like, my god! And I go to the front desk and I'm like, dude, there's uh, no parking spots, and like, I got a room hey, here. Hey, buddy, I'm a VIP. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I was like, there's like a spot I could park in front of this garage. Is that cool? Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. That's fine. Yeah, park there. Park there. Oh, man. And, man. Yeah, dude. Fiesta Inn. Bell Gardens, California. Hit it up if you're ever in the area. <laughs> <laughs> the proceeding was paid for by the followers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the hell? Man, I wish I had yeah, like, a skeevy hotel story to follow it up with. I don't have one. All of man, my... yeah. <laughs> we, we were asked out of a hotel, man, and I called my buddy that we were meeting up with over there, and he's just like, yeah, dude, there's this little pay by the average on like a mile away from my house where my girlfriend used to go to before we had our own place. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, all the first places time, that First I've... time I ever met the guy, too, in person, because I had met him on PlayStation playing yeah. uh, Grand Theft Auto for like four years. Flew out there to a punk rock festival, met up with them. Uh, my man, hey, listen, my man was a tour guide for the ages. Oh yeah, yeah, he was. It was awesome. Roller it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Roller uh, the killer. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> Roller the God damn it, man. Roller the killer. That is hilarious. No, I can I, I can I have there's only uh I've only been safe spaces. Uh, Hold on, say what? I said I can I can safely say that all of my hotel visits have only been safe spaces. Uh no, not me. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> the the life that shows you. Man, yeah. Holy you just gotta got dig in there. Grab it, you know. Just dig in there. <laughs> Grab it. You know. <laughs> Get all filthy with it. Greasy. Huh? Jeremy was Jeremy was super right about it. He was he was there with me. He was like, "Hey, dude, don't use that fucking pillowcase. Put your put your t-shirt over that motherfucker." <laughs> 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 oh, 
Uh, I do wonder like how often they change the sheets at that spot. Man, like, dude, I stayed at a, I, st- I think I, I stayed at a Sheridan and fucking no, it was I, I don't know if it was a Sheridan. It was a nice hotel in Springfield, and like, dude, it was, it was a nice room, but I could tell that they didn't do a thorough cleaning because there was still some motherfucker socks up in there. <laughs> you sure they didn't just come with the room? Man, what's up, man? <laughs> Hell. Just some complimentary socks out that bitch. I wouldn't wear them crusty bitches. Oh, man. That is funny. That is funny as hell. Oh, damn, Duke. Um, Yeah, we should let the people know that, uh, of course, we'll talk about it more because we got uh, more coming. I think I might, you know how we were talking about, like, dropping both episodes on the day. I think I might push the best of to start okay. the week off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, Big Ren, man. It's uh, Big Ren's birthday coming up. The day you hear this. Dirty. Well, dirty. If, you, if you listen to it the day it comes out, like you should, like a good fan. Like a good like a listener. Good, like, like a good fan. That's right. <laughs> like a good supporter. Fan might be like, is the word fan disrespectful now? Like, is everyone so absorbed in themselves that they can't be a fan of anything? Like, I think, goes, I think it just goes like to each his own type deal, you know? True. Like however somebody wants to, are you a <laughs> fanboy type deal, you know what right, I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. And hell, maybe it just depends on like which part of the hard camera they're talking about. Like if it's you, they had no problem saying they're a fan of yours. But like if it's me, they'd be like, well, I like his shit. He's straight, but like I'm really a fan of Ren. <laughs> well, I appreciate y'all y'all that say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a regular ass dude. Just yeah, I just well. I just get in there and grab it, you know. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I think they can appreciate that you would spend the night and get VIP rates at a place you've never been before whereas I probably would have just slept in my car. <laughs> All the dip on the chip, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, man! But yeah, man, Big Ren's birth Dino. Uh, the day you hear this, man. So, of course, we'll get to the social medias later on. But you know, give give Ren your love and your wishes and your and your heart and your whatnot, man. All love. Yeah, man. I uh, still acclimating here to the new place. It's uh, <clears throat> I haven't gotten too far. I've been like, I haven't <laughs> I haven't really had like time to do so with like the new schedule and like weekends inside of them still DJing too and so you good over there? Yeah. It's a little scratchy. You I was I was fucking with my mic. You adjusting? Yeah it, yeah 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 that's good now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah man getting used to the new spot man I ain't did shit out here. You know what's so funny like I said this before I'm I don't think I've said it to you but like when I go to like a new city, like yeah. my way of knowing like who's from there, who isn't, like I'll ask them like how you like the city or what there is to do in the city, right? And I've learned that like the pattern is typically like if they're born and raised in the city, then usually like they're over it. Like uh, I mean I'm bored. I don't know. There's really nothing to do. 
right? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? But if they're like new to the city, if they're a transplant, they're like, yeah, you know what? There's this. There's this. I like this. Like they kind of like the city. Um, like nobody is excited about this place that I live that I moved to. <laughs> They're like, they're like everybody, like oh, man, it's this place, man. Oh, it's, oh. Like, it's where it, it's what it is, dude. Yeah, man. So, man, it, sounds like where, it sounds like where I live, only with like there might actually be something out there, dude. I That's mean, there's right. like four hundred thousand people in this motherfucker, man. Like, there's how, gotta be something. How four hundred thousand people bored by this place? Like, does everybody just straight up, like, wake up, take a shit, have a cup of coffee, go to work, come home, take a shit, eat dinner, go to bed, repeat? Like, I guess, man. That's a lot of good metabolism if they do. They take that many shits. Everybody. That's a lot of, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people drinking their water, eating their leafy greens. No but, shit, uh, man. Yeah, man. No, no, no. Double shit. Um. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. So... It's still early in the game, though. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, too, I'm not too pressed to find anything new. I mean, I know why I came down here, but I'm not pressed to find anything. And, of course, like, I'm going, hell, I'm going to be really busy. (laughs) Like, my September and my October are basically spoken for, for the most most part, so I'm not too bugged about it. So, people don't believe me when I say this. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm a dude... Or whatever, for whatever reason. But, like, well, for one, you know how, like, when people be like, man, when did Facebook become, like, a dating app, right? What? Uh, <laughs> you, you, oh, no one ever said that to you? Uh-uh. Well, no, people say this all the time. Uh, uh, like, yeah, like, guys are always, like, in my inbox trying to, like, talk to me. Like, when did Facebook become a dating app? Uh, Man, it became a dating app when you logged on. If there yeah. are people there... It's a dating app. I don't care what you use it for. <laughs> I mean, if Facebook it's so- just, like, I don't know. Yeah, no, go ahead. Well, if it's social media, <laughs> it's a dating app, right? But I'm kind of like the inverse of it. I'm kind of like the reverse of it. Like, we've went on in depth on this show, multiple episodes, talking about how I want, like, no, the, the no new male friends movement. Yeah. Like, just investing in women because they're better than us and they know like all the cool places and things how's that going for you though knowing the cool places and things (laughs) dude like I'll use like I'll I'll use like the quote unquote dating apps to like find people and like ask them things about the city like and and to be clear I'm swiping right on like Agnes who like I wouldn't like (laughs) approach right you're swiping right like you're in a new city for the night. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, I ain't, I'm not I'm not on it for that, right? I'm not on it for that. Like, I just want to legit, like, find out what's happening in this city. Like, I mean, listen, man. I, listen, I got a dope internet connection. I got Netflix. And I got two fully functional forearms. I'm not here for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, these, these forearms are going to take me to the promised land. <laughs> Get me through the day. <laughs> we will live to see another day, yeah, boys. Yeah, we will live, <laughs> boys. 
<laughs> you know? So, yeah, I've got no time. I've got a good Netflix list. And I got two great forearms. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here for Britney like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm really, I'm really here for this paper. But, yeah, man, like, in every facet of my life that I, like, nobody is impressed by this place. It's very disappointing. Any, like, does anybody, like, say, like, the town over is fucking tight or anything like that? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I looked at where you're at on the map, and, like, it looks like there's a town, like, to the west a little bit. That might be all right a little bit. I live, like, an hour and a half away from a more well-known city. Um, Okay, that's Which I'll probably, which I'll I'll be going to um, just for work and stuff. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a pro team there too. So, I mean, I imagine I'll try to see some of their stuff too, but, um, no, man, the entire state just seems just unimpressed with itself. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, yeah, we exist. (laughs) We're here. We're here. I don't know if anybody else knows it, but we're here. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'm just counting down the weeks, man. So I can get up out of here, man. I'm still, I'm still trying to find the gym. It's getting to the point too. Like I've been here like less than two weeks, and like at first because like I just find this shit just kind of fascinating. At first, I found it funny that like the people in this city, it being a four hundred thousand, four hundred fifty thousand person city, like they know I'm not from here. So, like, I get, like, weird looks everywhere. Like, the Walmart, the Target, the Walgreens, every gym I've been to, right? Yeah. Like, every fucking Walgreens in North America is shaped the exact same way. Trust me, I know where the ice cream is, Susan. <laughs> I was wanting to ask you about that. <laughs> like, no, I don't need help finding anything. I'm like, what are you talking about? So... Yeah, that's a little annoying. Uh, now, yeah, but I, I mean to say, at first it was fascinating, but now it's kind of annoying. Like, stop fucking looking at me. I'm not a professional yeah. athlete. I'm just. <laughs> I went to a Walgreens uh, in uh, New Orleans. It's like it's in the French Quarter, mm-hmm. and man, I was fucking lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was lost. Like it was ten o'clock, and they're like, they're over the intercom. We are shutting down in two minutes. <laughs> Like, oh, fuck. Like, what the fuck? Like, I just want some water and some <laughs> chips. I'm ready to go to bed. I'm going to get locked in. I'm going to get locked in this Walgreens overnight. Dude. Dude, my, like, dude, all the corner stores, like the general stores down there, they cl- like one of these dudes is like closing at 6 o'clock. And I was like, why are y'all close so early? He's like, oh, it gets pretty rough out there. It gets pretty rough. <laughs> like, what? Like, I mean, this, was a, this was a smaller Asian-American Oh, yeah, he's scared of everything except white people. Man, shit, I mean, (laughs) shit, down there. White people are scary down there. (laughs) (laughs) White people are scary everywhere. But I thought Asians were like, okay, yeah, model minority, it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) We can call them them niggers together. We're the Indian dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Charging thirty three dollars a fucking case of beer. Oh shit, man! <laughs> Hell no, man! No, I had to buy it, man. <laughs> had to buy it for the I twelve for the twelve pack. 
<laughs> oh, K is 24. Oh, 24s. Oh. Uh, <laughs> nah, man. Hell nah. I don't even, I still know where to get drugs out here. Like, they told me it's the, the random drops. And, like, I believe them, but I kind of don't believe them. Like, I feel like I only get a random drop if, like, they they hear something about me, like, fucking up at a show, which I'm not going to do. But, like, I don't I even would, know where to find it at. I wouldn't even do it in that state. That state is hardcore for prosecution. You know what? We know what's crazy, though? And I meant to hit you about this. There's, like, you, there's, 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 <laughs> I meant to tell you this when I was, when I was swiping, trying to find, like, city suggestions. There's... This place like a market for two things. Oh man! Number one, swingers. Number hey. two, drugs. There's I mean, like, you are getting close to the you are getting close to the border. There's like marijuana and CBD billboards. There's like a district for this shit. Nice. Why am I yo Ren would love this? Man, that's pretty tight. Yeah, and then there's like a whole lot of fucking cucking out here. I'm like, yo, Ren would love this. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> Ren would love this. Just cucking and drugs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like I wonder, like I wonder, like who came up with that term? Cucking. Yeah. I don't know, but that shit is. That shit is insane. <laughs> like, you call somebody a cuck. Just <laughs> <laughs> the word is funny, right? The word by itself <laughs> is funny. But then the definition of it, hell yeah. Like, I'm going to fuck your wife and you're going to watch and enjoy it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you're going to watch and enjoy it at the same time. At the same time. And then talk about it later and talk about my performance when I leave. Oh my god. Like what kind of world movie. we live in? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a, a scene by scene breakdown. Dude. Oh, like he's over there directing. Oh man, no, don't direct, you know? don't direct my fucking. Man. <laughs> you could give some input, but uh, shut the fuck up. No, nah, you can <laughs> applaud me. But I'm an independent filmmaker, dog. Don't be telling me how to make my films. Man. <laughs> wow. It's goddamn Sundance over here, player. It's the Cannes Film Festival, player. That is insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Once I get established, man, you have to come visit, man. We'll get you uh, <laughs> get you some drugs and some cuck. I don't do drugs, but <laughs> I'm sorry. You, do, you just say no. You yeah, just, man. You dare. Just say no. <laughs> dare. Oh, I don't think they do that shit anymore, man. You said what? <laughs> I don't think they do that dare shit anymore. They don't do that's it. What got, that, that's what got everybody in my generation hooked on drugs. They brought in that big old display case of all the cool looking <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, what is that? Like, oh, it's cool because we're in like fifth grade. <laughs> fifth grade, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you tell people long enough not to do shit, they just go and do it. Do- yeah. Yeah. The best way to get people to not find to out. do shit. They're going to find out, too, that the reason yeah. people are telling you not to do it is because they want to offer them fucking selves. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. We were. <laughs> oh, yeah. That it's like, yeah, don't, don't touch that. Don't touch that. I'm going to touch it. I'm going to touch it. 
Oh, Don't walk on that. I'm going to walk on it. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I was talking to my guy recently, and he's got two kids, one, like, first grade and fourth grade. And I just talked about how, like, man, I don't know how y'all do it out here, man. I'm scared, like, raising these babies. But, like, is. the thing, you said what? He probably still is. Yeah, man. But, like, to me, it's like, let your child, like, want to start, like, fucking. <laughs> Not in first and fourth grade. Well, no, not in first and fourth grade. What the fuck, Ren? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, no, uh, I seen a tweet today. It's like, like somebody was tweeting. It was like, how are these kids in middle school having sex? Like, dude, I know a couple people back when I was in middle school that caught caught fucking in school. Like, this See, is this is not something new, no, y'all. This ain't new. Like, this like, is, I didn't know if this anybody. Is happening. I didn't know if anybody got caught <clears throat> doing it because I guess I was just a wholesome Midwestern boy. But like, I saw them bellies in eighth grade. Like they got them somehow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there's a scene. <laughs> there's like a, a couple, couple episode story arc in the wire of like these eighth grade two eighth grade boys ran one on his eighth grade girl in the bathroom while a young boy stood lookout. Man, dude, there's a man. I remember a kid when we were in high school that caught getting his dick sucked in the hallway. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Just in the middle of the hallway. Just in the fucking hallway. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full on. <laughs> Full on. <laughs> nah, man, I think I was too, too, too wholesome. Wholesome. But, like, the point of it was, like, yeah, like, let them start wanting to do that. The thing is, man, once they want to do it, if they decided that they not scared. They're like, not going to tell you anyways. Well, you know what? You got to be cool enough to where, not, like, cool enough, like, a friend, but, like, cool enough to where, like, they can kind of talk to you about it somehow. But, like, you bug out and start telling them just not to do it. It's going to do it more. Yeah. So, it's like, here, man, let me... So yeah, I mean teach you properly, but like teach you better than they're gonna teach you in school. Yeah, man. Listen, I remember fucking fifth grade, fucking sex ed, fifth grade where they they separated the boys and the girls, and we watched the video. And my fifth grade teacher was a guy, so he had like you know a classroom full of young boys, man. And one of the kids asked a question. He goes, he goes. If you bust a nut, will you die? <laughs> I said, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm 10. I'm 10 years old. This is the late 90s. Now. Everybody everybody leaned up. Whenever uh, he asked that question. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, the, his one, the thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And I don't know if he knew that bust a nut means what we use it as. But, like, all of us was like, hmm, well, <laughs> I thought, I thought bust a nut back in 1999 meant, like, busting one of your nuts, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, slam it. Right. <laughs> right. Right, bro. Like, I didn't know, like, I don't, and that's the thing. I don't know if he knew that. I don't know if he meant it the same way I took it. I don't know. But 
Yeah, man. So, I don't know what if we've come that much farther in 20 fucking years. Man. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee we have, man. We got the internet is in every household nowadays. Yeah, so. you know what I'm saying? Like, you can find whatever you want on the net. It's teenagers with thousands of Instagram followers, and that's just a way of life. Yeah, dude. Like, I didn't get, I didn't get internet... Until like, like I still lived on Porter Street. Man, whenever I got that. bruh, you know. What so I'm saying? and like I moved to Winter whenever I went to like seventh grade. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The scratchy dial-up where you couldn't even make phone calls. Somebody might have just got blasted. You say what? Somebody might have just got blasted. <laughs> I feel like I thought I heard something, but. Like a big bang. Y'all out there wilding? Man, I didn't hear no repeat. I don't think there's no fireworks. <laughs> but out there wilding in White County? I say it like Man. I'm surprised. <laughs> no, it's pretty quiet over here in these parts. In these parts of White County. Um, the north the north side is just right across the tracks, and that's where the shithole is. But, hell, I guess I'll find it out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> WCIA, um, but yeah, man, this is you know we we grew up, man. It was dial up with the scratching internet. You couldn't make phone calls. Like there was an app we downloaded where you could like leave a Give voicemail. Yeah, man. You say what? LimeWire. We gave our computer AIDS with one yeah, song. Like we downloaded mad <laughs> mad diseases on our computer. Like every song came with like free AIDS. <laughs> Like complimentary diseases with every song, right? It's the song sponsored by Computer AIDS. You know what I'm saying? We just had to, we just had to get our mixes mixed up. You know what I mean? <laughs> shit, you know. Well, like this shit is a, this shit is like a way of life for them. Like we were, we were born in the right, the exact right time. Cause we saw the transition in every musical format, right? Like. Yeah. We didn't. We weren't around for eight tracks, but our parents had. My parents had eight tracks. Did you have eight tracks at least around somewhere growing yeah. up? Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying eight tracks to cassettes. I mean, re- fucking records. Um, kids don't even know what cassettes are nowadays. Yeah, bruh. It's a it's a generation of kids who don't know what CDs are anymore. Man, like like what there's the some CD? like pages that I follow, and then like they still like there's still bands that release like new bands, like underground bands that release cassettes. See it? I swear, dude. People like people buy that shit, man. Like, yeah. dude, that shit'll be worth money if they hit it big. Yeah, man. Got a cassette of my guys back in 2019. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I never fucking heard it because I didn't have anything to play this cassette tape on. But <laughs> I got one. Shit. So yeah, man. It's 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 weird, man. This this whole yeah, thing yeah, is like, weird. Kids nowadays are born in the internet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And it makes like, them kind I, of fucking pussy because of it. Oh, definitely, dude. Like, all this text <laughs> and shit. Like, dude, kids, like, motherfuckers are not going to know how to communicate. Yeah. Like, and, like, dude, like, dude, fucking, like, kids in, like, kindergarten have cell phones and shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I didn't get a cell phone until, like, eighth. No, I didn't get a cell phone until, like, freshman year of high school. Right. I didn't get a cell phone until freshman year of college. And my sister was tight. 
I remember you had your mom's phone. Bruh. Yep. Yep. I was and scared to call that motherfucking phone. You never know. You never knew because you didn't know who's going to answer it. Was it me? Was it her? And the thing is, you knew when I was calling because the number was fucking, it showed up unlisted. Yeah. <laughs> Mama wasn't having it, man. No. Unlisted, man. Shit is private. I don't blame her, man. I got Fucking, dude I, dude, I didn't even get a smartphone until five years ago. Man, listen. <sighs> Telling you. I fucked up. My first smartphone was a Windows phone. I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. I Bruh, I'm not sure they do either. Everybody talking about Android, iPhone. Nah, 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 player. Windows. Windows. <laughs> Windows. I fucked up. Oh, shit. I fucked up. They didn't even have, like, I play fantasy basketball every year. Like, they didn't even have a fantasy basketball app for it. I was tight. I was like, nah, this ain't going to work. Let me get the They probably didn't have tablets here. then either. You said what? They probably didn't have tablets then. Man, I'm sure they were huge. Oh, yeah. Shit, man. Yeah, that that, that transition between <laughs> how the, the tablets got smaller and the phones got bigger. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Like, I remember, like, like they were making phones super small. And everybody thought, like, oh, yeah, we're just eventually going to have, like, a fucking earpiece. And that's going to be the phone. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now, like, shit, they've no. got some of those notes, those those note yep. phones. Hell you know what yeah. I'm saying? Hands ain't big enough for them. Shit, man. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to put those little things on the back of them to hold the motherfucker, you know? <laughs> the whole little grip joints. Yeah. Yeah, man. Little knobs and shit, man. Dude. I remember when I was first selling phones, like the iPhone 4 was out, and parents were like, yeah, man, iPhone 4, these are hot. I'm like, yeah. No, it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> it was trash compared comparatively. Holy shit, man. Sold a lot I of still f- never had a. I know I never had an iPhone either. I ain't, I ain't crossing over. No, I'm good where I'm at. I'm good where I'm at. So I say I've sold a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> My lifetime. Uh, I never told you about when like I allegedly sold weed for a summer. I think you might have, but refresh my memory. I don't know if this was like the first time or the second time or the third time, but like. Fucking, I, uh, I was definitely living a rapper lifestyle. Um, it was like, you said what? <laughs> do rag and all. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. I, uh, rag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then I, the, the colored joints I'd wear outside. What the fuck? Yo, I was asking for trouble. I, uh, that, that picture of you, me, and Dylan at his graduation party says it all. Man, <laughs> yeah. Man, I, and I had a multicolored hat to match. <laughs> match the do-rag and the double XL polo. What? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Can't. Can't. I'm actually wearing a fucking uh, finish line tall tee right now. <laughs> See? Yep. Yep. Telling you, man. I, uh... <laughs> comfy. <laughs> Could swim in it, sleep in it. Fuck it. I uh it was a summer man, I wasn't taking it was a it was in college, man. I wasn't taking uh I wasn't taking no classes. I didn't want to go home, man. I was like, fuck it, man, I'm gonna have to make a way in these streets, man. 
it was uh me and the homie we <laughs> we he just started making beats and I'd always like writing so we like did our first album together and like when we wasn't making songs we was allegedly selling weed <laughs> I definitely remember this time yep <laughs> fucking fucking rapper um yeah man it was one time we went to a party it was uh, a bunch of people I knew and like we had our little bullshit bags of overpriced and under quality stuff man and uh <laughs> <laughs> we were all about to go out to the bar and they all left but i uh me and me and bro we we left too we got in my car um uh, my mom my mom's car and uh didn't leave because we decided to just roll up because we were not good at our jobs um and so we rolled up we knocked it out and like all the lights stayed on at the crib, like the people whose crib it was, they didn't turn the lights off. And we're just in the car and like all of a sudden, like we get done. Like three cop cars pull up. Oh shit. <laughs> and that's what I said. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> we got all these baggies of poor quality drugs. And Three cop cars behind us. Now my lights are off. We recline the seats back. I'm like, oh fuck, we're going to jail. <laughs> we're about to go to jail. I'm sitting here super still. Cops are getting out the car. They looking around the house. They just like trying to find signs of life in the house. Listen, this mad baggies in the car. No water, no juice. But goddamn it, if I'm going to jail. I'm going to try to reduce this sentence, man. <laughs> so I swallow about three bags. <laughs> I, I feel the next day. I had no juice. I oh, had no man. water. Oh, it sucked. But man, that'll, like, that'll, that'll, that'll fuck you up, too. Bro, <laughs> listen. Last bag I ever sold. We somehow, I don't know if these are just the worst fucking cops ever, but, like, they somehow didn't see us. Like, literally three cars behind me, they walking all around this house, and we just slumped in the car like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And we didn't get caught somehow. Man, that's... I took that as a sign, like, mm, Knock it the fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, let me just, let me, let me just, let's finish this album. I think I'm gonna go home. (laughs) <laughs> I think I'm going home for the rest of the summer. So shit, home wasn't no better. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was not. Uh, you probably more likely to sell drugs had I stayed home. So. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. I think the moral of the story is just say no. Just say no. Oh, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 45 of the Hard Camera, THCXLV. I am your guy, J-U-V. I'm here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are Rhythm and Blues. Big Ren, let me know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. Right on, right on. Y'all can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, A-Motherfucker. 
A underscore M A A F H U C K A. You can also find me on Snapchat, Moffed Up 316, M A A F F H H D U P 316. Run it. <clears throat> no doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter at Juvi Desa. You know, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Hit me on the Instagrams at Juvi Desa. You know, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Facebook.com slash Juve. Check out The Hard Camera on YouTube. Search The Hard Camera. Get the entire archive of The Hard Camera. And of course, the show page on Twitter at The Hard Camera. So, we had a chock full weekend of top shelf. Well, some of it was top shelf action. We had NXT. Most of it. it. NXT TakeOver to uh, Toronto. We had SummerSlam. Um, I gotta say, man, you kind of, it, it wasn't your best outing. Man, I fucking blew it. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it wasn't your best showing, dog. Man, I had, um, man, I, I, I felt something deep down in me, man. I just tried to grab it and. Yeah. And it, it grabbed you back. Man, yeah, not in a good way. No, not at all. Um. Our updated numbers, man. I'm scared. You didn't have a great one. I didn't even, you know, I decided not to even uh, break it down by how you did over the weekend because that was just kind of rough. Um, <laughs> no, go ahead and tell them. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put it this way. NXT wasn't great for either one of us. Um, yeah. But it was it was less great for you. Now, our, our show, our, our page runner. Say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now our page runner, he went five for five. But motherfucker, you know the thing is though, he's got the luxury of not picking the matches until the match starts. Very true. So So he's got all week to figure it out. Well, you know he can get a feel for the show of how the pacing of the show is, and then be like, yeah, this is who I'm going with. Whereas we pick it, we don't know the order, we don't know the feel of what's going on. Um, now, I will say that's no excuse for picking Tommaso Ciampa in a match that he's not involved in. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, Ren, you, you happen to go 0 for 5 um, for TakeOver Toronto. Don't make fun of me. Uh, I, I would never. Um I went two for five and take over Toronto. Um, but overall in the weekend and overall after NXT and SummerSlam, Big Ren, you are sitting at 29 of 56. That's 51.78%. It's all right. Your boy Juve is sitting at 35 of 56, 62.5%. Damn, you got whole 11% on me. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I'm not going to lie. I had, a, I had a good showing, man. SummerSlam went really well. Um, we both picked wrong on the WWE title match. We'll talk about that here soon. Um, and I and I, and I I picked wrong on the, the, the Brock Lesnar-Seth Rollins match. I'm a little tight. Well, you know, whatever. You know why I'm tight. Man, yeah. I, uh, well, yeah. Anyway, I should have stuck with my gut. It's cool. 
we'll get to SummerSlam here in a bit. Um, let's start off with NXT Takeover, man. How did you how you feel about the the event as a whole before we break it down? Shit, that was the guy, that was the goddamn summer I mean, party of the summer right there. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, like, fuck. I mean, it, like, I mean, yeah. It started off. We started off with a fucking bang. Mm-hmm. Ended with a fucking bang. The mm-hmm. middle was fire. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I never expected to. I don't know if it topped. I don't know if it was the best takeover we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But at the time when we seen it, it was the best fucking takeover. You you were satisfied as a as a whole. Oh, big time. Yeah. I, feel you. I was satisfied overall. Um, there's no such thing as a bad takeover. You can't have a bad takeover. Um, I will say I'd probably put it in the bottom half of takeovers. Exactly. Like, it was good, but... So, let's start with, like, you know what? Let's start with the first match. The the Street Profits defeating the Undisputed Era... It was. I mean, it was a great win to establish the Street Profits as legit, right, and and not flukes. Um, and I like, I like how we psyched ourselves out <laughs> with oh, the main God. roster appearances. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So you know, we both picked wrong there and went with went with the Undisputed Era. But you know, overall, it was like it was a solid, fun match. But it felt like there was more to offer for me. It felt like there was more to offer, but I, I wasn't mad at it at all. No, I agree 100%. I mean, there was Montez Ford. He can fly like a motherfucker, and that's what I was looking forward to the most, even Montez if they were going to lose. Yeah. Montez has got it all, man. Yep. Fucking, he can, he's fire on the mic. He's fire in the air. He's fire in the ring. You know? Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, I feel I feel bad for him now. Don't don't hate me, Street Profits. Uh-oh. If y'all hear this, <laughs> we're picking against you. But man, it just seemed like it was. It just seemed like it was their time, you know. And I think the only reason I was thinking that is how NXT has handled previous uh, tag team champions. Yeah, you know. And we see them but, enough on TV. I think yeah, the the idea of seeing them a lot on Raw, plus the idea of falling for the idea that the UE might walk away with all the gold. Yeah, we you know we picked we picked wrong. So, but. It does. It was. It was. It was a good look for them. Um, you know, establish them as as uh, a, a NXT tag team to be reckoned with, not a fluke, not not somebody, not, not no fly by night champions. Um, but yeah, Montez Ford is clearly the star of the Street Profits, and I don't even think they're like in their portrayal on TV. Like they are not hiding it. No, like they, no. they they see it too, and they are not hiding it. I've heard that they do like all their shit unscripted too, which is even fucking cooler. Yeah, 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 yeah. They or live. At least they do it live. I don't know about the scripting. Yeah, part. they do it live. Yeah. Um, to to Angelo Dawkins' credit, though, they did have some spots that made him look great. You know, showing off his power. Um, how he uh, he completely Curse. launched Bobby Fish more than one time. Uh, <laughs> where he like. The, that huge spine buster esque tackle that broke up that Achilles heel submission move that was great. Yes, um, he launched homie halfway across the ring into the corner. That was great. Um, even to like when uh, when when Kyle O'Reilly had him in that that guillotine choke, and uh, he held him in place for Montez Ford's blockbuster off the top. So that was, that was a great show of strength. Yeah. So. They they're they're doing what they can to establish Dawkins, but as far as personality goes, charisma goes, um, as far as the overall package goes, I said it before, man. Montez Ford, 
He got it, man. Homie got oh, yeah. it. You know, yeah, he's uh, gonna have it for a while. Even even if while. it were to lose, he's still gonna have it. Like, there's no way that they could put that team on the back burner anytime well, soon. <laughs> they'll find a way once but, they get to the yeah, main no, roster. Yeah, they'll, they'll always but, find <laughs> a stupid ass way. But, but yeah, give him a, give him a couple years, solid run on the main roster. Um, yeah, man, I could I could easily see Montez turning on Dawkins and Dawkins being forgotten, which is tough to say. I, I mean, you would hope that he doesn't get forgotten, but they they know who the star is if they had to choose. Oh yeah, that, yeah you're right. Say. So we uh we both picked wrong as far as uh Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim. Uh, what do you think about that match? Man, I fucking hate. Shayna Baszler, <laughs> her and her little click. I just can't stand yeah. them. Go back, just just get out of here. Like, but like, I gotta give it to Baszler on this one. She did yeah. it all by herself. Yeah. And like, there was a couple close calls where she was almost done, but she uh, she got back with it. She yeah. she grabbed it. <laughs> she grabbed it. Is really funny to me because I'm a child. Um. You know, it, it was one of those things too. I mean, the match overall was just solid to me. There were definitely some 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 sloppy parts, some uh, some things they could have did a little bit better. Um, that's just execution. But I mean, you know, I could see why we chose Mia Yim, and 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 why we choose against Baszler more often than not. In the sense that it be it, it be feeling like it's time for a title change, but. Yeah, <laughs> to me, I think I, it's just us like saying like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like we're tired of seeing her. Well, you know, it's such a it's such a thing. Well, you know, to me, I felt like Bianca Belair was the person to 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 give the title to when they had their one on one match, or even the Fatal Four Way. I think the takeover after that, right? Um, and I know you know undefeated streaks can be a little complicated as far as her being undefeated and champion. So I get that. But I felt like Bianca Belair was the one at the time, right? The thing with Mia Yim, even though we chose her, and it wasn't something that we said on the last show, but I think we can agree with that even though we chose her, it didn't really feel like she was ready. No. You know what I mean? But we, we wanted to go in that direction anyway. And within the whole story of the match, I think the story of the match was telling us the same thing. Like, throughout the match, right? So the story of the match to me was that Mia Yim wasn't ready, but that she was scrappy enough to put up a fight. So if Mia Yim did win, she would have looked lucky. But Mia Yim losing, she at least was resilient and put up a fight. Because I'm watching the match, there was a part where uh, where Shayna hurt her arm. I think it was the, the, the steel steps thing. She put him in the, put her arm in the steel steps and kicked the steps. Like after that, all of the damage that was done to Shayna's arm was stuff that Shayna did to herself while damaging Mia Yim. Yep. It was nothing that Mia Yim actually did. Um, she had more drive. Yeah, it was nothing that Mia Yim actually did. It was all Shayna hurting her own shoulder while while performing on Mia Yim. Um, and even when Mia Yim would attempt a comeback, like she wasn't using like 
wrestling skills. She was using her. She was pulling hair. She was doing, and that's not a slight to Mia Yim. It's just an observation that it was just part of the story. She wasn't ready to 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 rock with Shayna two times. Oh, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. There was a little bit, a lot of there was a lot of hair pulling, but at the same <laughs> time, it's it's a fucking title match. You got to do whatever yeah. it takes. Get yeah, in. Yeah, got to get it done. I'm afraid now, because um, again, you know, saying before that maybe Bianca Belair, I thought she was the one to dethrone Shayna, but I'm afraid now that they may end up with the same problem they had when Asuka was champion. When Asuka left, like the whole women's division was kind of depleted because she ran through everybody. So no one seemed like a credible enough challenger. That's like, I was just going to ask you who, like who's next. That's the thing. And so that's what I asked you too. Like, let's say someone does beat Shayna and she doesn't just give it up. Like Oscar did. Who do you think beat Shayna Baszler? I mean, we haven't seen Bianca in a while. Have we? We have not. See, like that could be it right there. She could come back and get it. You think she comes back? I mean, we. I mean, uh, that's the only thing I could think of really. I mean, I don't really know too many too many of the uh, women's roster mm-hmm. over NXT. And, I mean, I feel like there's not too many. And I know they're still developing, like, your Vanessa Bournes and Aaliyah and their and their, their, um, their partnership. Um, but they've got a long way to go. If not Bianca Belair, the only person I can think of would be the lovable loser, man, Candice LeRae. Yeah, she just got skunked by EO. <laughs> right, she took that L. So, I That's I don't know. Her though too for not tapping. Yeah, passing out instead of not tapping. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, That's yeah. We're in a the the women's division gonna be interesting for better for worse to keep an eye on to see how they develop and 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 go from there because I don't want us to have that same Oscar problem, Oscar related problem, you know. It's funny. It's funny because over in NXT, the women's division is so small, but they are mm. doing so much more with it than they are doing over on the main roster. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, we'll definitely talk about those new developments. Developments in the women's division. Um, but yeah, man. Moving forward, uh, Matt Riddle had a really fun brawl with Killian Dane. That's going to be fucking awesome. That was fun. That was really fun. I mean, I mean, this is kind of going a bit forward, but, mm-hmm. like, Kevin Owens got fined for fucking up an official, a uh, quote-unquote <laughs> official. Yeah. Matt Riddle fucked them all up. This is true. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, like they just go with the storyline, and that's it. Making like, it as they go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I hear you. Matt Riddle would have had a million dollar fine. <laughs> I feel you, man. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice physical brawl. Um, flying off stages, and I think, I think, yeah. The, I mean, if they do have that match, Matt Riddle's gonna win it, and he's gonna be on the rise back up again. Yeah, I think this is just something to not necessarily cool him off to heat him up again. But you know, there's only five matches on the takeover. They needed to reestablish Killian Dane as a threat to be reckoned with, um, but also keep Matt Riddle busy. You know, he's still a high-profile name for them. He's going to do big things for that brand and, and, and wrestling overall. So, yeah, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. 
I think that we can both agree that Roderick Strong is probably considered the least charismatic of the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Because Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish is charismatic by association because he hangs out with Kyle O'Reilly, who's cool. So he's cool by association. But Roderick Strong probably considered the, the the least charismatic. But yo, when he starts pulling off like that the, that that flurry of offense, he's busting out three, four suplexes and backbreakers in a row. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he's actually probably one of my favorites out of the whole UE. When he man, he when he gets going, man, it's exciting. <laughs> Just because, like, I feel like he is on the back burner for the UE. Like, he's, like, yeah. the last guy to think of. But whenever, like, boy, like you said, whenever he pulls it out, it's, you better watch. Yeah. Because it's going to be something tight. Like, he doesn't talk like the other ones do, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. And, like, and Bobby Fish. <laughs> shit. <laughs> he's just, like, he's just a hanger-on. Oh, man. Called him a hanger on her. <laughs> Damn. I hit him with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hit him with it. Um, Dream was so fun in that match too, which he just he just is anyway. Um, everything from like after Pete Dunn hit the bitter end on on Roderick Strong, like Dream holding on to the ref, and then. Grabbing the ref's arm during the three count to stop the count instead of like instead of like attacking Pete Dunn, he grabs the ref's arm, which I just thought was a little t- a little touch. That was funny. Um, the ode to Bret Hart when he hit Bret Hart's five moves of doom. Um, he staked him. Yeah, and uh, that sharpshooter was solid at, at the beginning until it kind of loosened up, got kind of weak. But Dream was fun, man. That whole three way was fun. Dream is always fucking awesome to watch. Yeah. Dream always brings it. Yeah, man. So, I mean, Pete Dunn always brings it, you know. But you can't fuck with the dream. Nah. Dream Dream brings the personality, brings the, brings the charisma, everything he does. I'm rolling. I was very surprised that he won. But the way he won, I thought it was perfect. Yeah. You know, I mean... He he wasn't he wasn't even in the ring whenever that was about to go on and then boom 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 here we go came Dream out of retains. nowhere that camera angle was was that was that put that put it over the top for me yeah like he threw him out of the ring and then all of a sudden he flies onto the screen and and takes that spotlight again and uh, gets the one two three with the with the elbow drop um, oh yeah that was that was hard man he hit the he hit the coast to coast elbow drop that was hard. Um, Dream was yeah, Dream was a star, as we always say. He is a star. But that was that was that was an effort by all three men to really uh really put over the side. That was a great that was great to see. Yeah, they burnt that barn. Oh, they did. They did. <laughs> Tag team arson, absolutely. Um bring it to the main event of the night, man. There was so there's there's so much hidden storytelling with this match, man. Um Adam Cole retaining the NXT Championship over Johnny Gargano two to one. Technically, um, what a fun a match, four, man! Forty-six minute long yeah. match. You haven't seen a match that long in WWE NXT. Absolutely, in so long. The last yeah. match that I watched that was 
longer than that was the Kenny Omega match, and that was an hour long. Ah, uh, him and Okada. Yeah, and yeah. that was the first time I've seen an hour-long match, and fuck, I couldn't tell you how long. Yeah, especially one that wasn't, like, pre-scheduled, like, like an Iron Man match. Yeah, it was just a straight-up fucking match. Mm-hmm. But this one, I mean, yeah, the the two out of three falls. Uh, I mean, Gargano was kind of a madman for uh, giving yeah. up that first one. You know, and I and I see the vibe because he because I mean you know in the short term it paid off. The, he wanted to get to the street fight, and also he wanted to damage Cole before the street fight started, knowing that he wasn't going to get disqualified after that. So, exactly. Yeah, was, I saw was, I saw the vision. He was working ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. And it worked short term. Him actually winning the second fall, so it worked short term. Just you know, long term. I guess I. Uh, I can fake say I called it. Like I called a steel cage. I didn't call a sinister structure or whatever Moro and Allo called it. But uh Yeah, no, I knew what was gonna happen like before. Like that that night I, I had seen on Twitter that there was a structure. Oh really? Thing. Yeah. A and, structure. Uh, I didn't think it was gonna be as heavy duty yeah. as it was. <laughs> <laughs> there was one thing about that structure, and it wasn't even the structure, it was the fans in reference to the structure. Because um, I'm sure we both thought that was a bag of thumbtacks. Oh, yeah. And not, you know, brass knucks and pliers. But when he pulled out the bag and dropped it, and it wasn't thumbtacks, I was really disappointed in the crowd for booing. Some, that's some Canadians for you. <laughs> <laughs> them, them that that, that would have happened if it was in in the states. If it well. was anywhere, it, yeah, it's 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 more so. There's something to be said about just the 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 where the fan is today. The the like mindset they, like, of the wrestling been fan. Happy that they were wrong. Yeah, like where are we why have we become so conditioned? And you know what? It's it's reflective of what we've seen and how we believe everyone has to up the ante and how wrestlers believe they have to up the ante. But like we like I shouldn't want to see thumbtacks. Like if like when we're wrong and they do it well, I like it even more. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? Because like like we feel like we know exactly what the fuck is going on, and then boom, yeah, it's it, well, and it's like oh yeah, there's, there's that aspect, but even more so like they wanted to see over the top violence, like they wanted to see someone slammed on thumbtacks. like they booed when it wasn't thumbtacks. and that's crazy to me that they. Would rather have preferred to see someone slammed on thumbtacks. You know what I mean? It's the world we live in now, man. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, I'm all for the violence and the thumbtacks and all that shit, but I mean, I wasn't disappointed. Yeah, like... I mean, fuck your brass knuckles? Shit. <laughs> shit. I know a couple of people that got hit with brass knuckles, and it's not good. I imagine it's not good, no. It's not good, it's broken jaws, oh. I mean. <laughs> Yikes, man. I, uh, 
I, I, I would I, I have to talk about the storytelling throughout the match, man. I think the the overall story that they were telling is that Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole are dead even. Yep. Are are dead even in skills, and you saw that in so many different ways. Whether it was the uh, <laughs> the kendo stick duel at the end, yep. <laughs> um, which led into the dual super kicks, you know, which led into them, you know, I mean. Adam Cole was going for that Panama Sunrise multiple times throughout the match. Hit it a couple times. But probably the best Panama Sunrise was the one Johnny Gargano hit off the ropes. Oh, yeah. That one was incredible. But a hidden layer, right? So, technically, Adam Cole won. And we're talking about the the last show, right? This turned into a best of seven. Between the the first two out of three falls match, the rematch at tw- at, at Takeover twenty five, and then the other two out of three falls match we just saw, technically Adam Cole won four to three, right? Yes. But he didn't beat Johnny Gargano in that first fall. No. Nobody he got won. awarded the fall, but nobody won that fall, so nobody beat the other one. So yes, Adam Cole's up four three, but technically, in all actuality. The score is 3 3 1. Three each person, one no contest. Yep. With that, you know, with, with that DQ. So, I mean, technically, these guys are dead even. So, so, so could we, like, potentially. No. No, it's dead. No. No. It's done. I know where you were going at. Could we see another match? The hell in the cell. No. No, no, no. That was, that was it. They can't go. They can't main event. I'm actually glad. I'm actually glad it's over. Yeah, because like the two out of three falls, the first take, like when they did that the first time, Mm -hmm. I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as I think everybody else liked it. Really? Yeah, I like this one a whole lot more. Really? Was it what? Because the stipulations? I think it was because the stipulations. Really? And, and I think it was just the mystery of the last stipulation. Like, the first two out of three falls is two out of three falls. Yeah. Cut, right? You know? I'm down for that. Yeah, yeah, But, like, I don't know. I mean, seeing another two out of three falls, it was it was good. Like, like I said, I think I like this second one better mm-hmm. just because of the stipulations and then the mystery of not knowing what the third one was going to be. I hear you. I think I'd, I'd have to watch them all back again. Um... But the story around that first one and how emotional it was to finally get to that 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 third fall when Johnny Gargano finally won the championship, um, that's a moment. Even though he went in and the crowd was cheering more for Adam Cole, um, he got the crowd back during that match. I'd have to watch all three matches again. Um, but no, they're six not. They say what? All six matches. Seven. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, no, I'm not a. Uh, I I I don't see them going back to main event and fourth one. That would just be overkill. It'd be like the Boondock season four. Um, it mad unnecessary. <laughs> they they told their story to where literally the only thing that separated Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano was Adam Cole rolled over first. Gotcha. They flew off that cage and missed one of the tables. Oh my god. Man. Oh my that god. Was scary. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> they overshot it was... one of the tables. 
And the only thing separating these two men is that Adam Cole rolled over first. So, amazing storytelling. Um, hell of a main event. Hell of a way to blow off that feud. I don't know what's next, man. Because like, like we said, Johnny Gargano, uh, not Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, um, who did not make his return <laughs> that night. Fuck out of here. <laughs> let uh, me be. <laughs> let me be. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, he did not make his return that night. Um, so I mean, but I mean, we've, and you know what? And, and, and Velveteen Dream is, is still North American champion. So I don't expect him to be challenging for the NXT title. Um, I don't know what's next for these guys. Like I said, War Games is coming. I believe that's the next takeover. I'm wondering, like, dude, who is going to be in the War Games match? Because, like, as of right now, like, I feel like it's going to be, like, the lower squad of NXT. Because everybody else is too tied up in storylines that are just too good to fuck up. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's also, I mean, that's also November. So we've got, you know, two and a half, three months. Shit'll be here sooner than later, bro. Summer's over now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I can see, so I definitely see the UE because I don't see what other heel faction they could create and it makes sense. So I definitely see the UE. I could definitely see the Street Profits as half of that team. If they're going to go in on the Street Profits, this would be a great way to do it. The, the, the NXT Tag Team Champions. It looks like the UE isn't done with Street Profits either. So, the great way to extend it. So, I could see the Street Profits being half of that team. Maybe we get Gargano and Ciampa in there. Um, I don't know if Matt Riddle will be done with Killian Dane soon enough. Um, let's get let's get the UE versus the Street Profits, Keith Lee and Velveteen Dream. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, imagine those chants at War Games. Man. <laughs> In Chicago. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Keith Lee has been kind of uh, a bit of an afterthought. Uh, that injury held him back. Um, <laughs> that is funny. I don't know, man. At, at this point, and of course it's too early to tell, I could totally see it being, yeah, Gargano and Ciampa and the Street Profits against the Undisputed Era, which would be fire. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. We there are a lot of options, man. NXT's looking good coming out of NXT Toronto. So overall, man, great takeover as always. There's no such thing as a bad takeover. Um certain matches, of course, held it up to a higher standard than others, but I mean you can never go bad with a takeover. Never ever. They like I said, it was yeah, that was the party of the summer. Yeah. Man. Yep, yep, yep. Let's get to the after party. Um SummerSlam twenty nineteen. What'd you think of the show overall? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, there was there's a couple of ones that were kind of like, yeah, we didn't need it. There's mm-hmm. there's a couple of matches that should have been at SummerSlam mm-hmm. that were teased that never came on. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's a huge sock at the main event. Yeah. True, 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 true. I would give SummerSlam a seven. Maybe six, even a six and a half. Nine. You would give it a nine out of ten. No, 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 6.9. Oh, 6.9. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, you know, that's fair. 
Um, nothing like it was just a decent show with a really good ending. They right? still have no faith in the women's division. They're, they'll they'll get there. It's just they'll they'll get there, especially with the new but developments. Right now they don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, I mean, you know, I think they'll get there, especially with the new developments, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But the show itself, nothing was nothing was over the top bad. There was nothing bad. There was no. just nothing like really really good, except for that main event. Seth and Brock definitely had match of the night. Um. Everything else just thing, kind of happened. Like it was just a show that, that was getting through the motions. Like, the only thing that I think was like bad was just the double count out. That was a bad finish. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But other than that, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, there was there was a couple. I mean, Ember and uh, Bailey was kind of sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What a horrible week for Ember Moon. Man, no shit. That was her first uh, singles pay-per-view match, too. And she showed why she may not get another one in a while. Yeah. Um, and then losing and the like, When she was first brought up to the main roster, she was on fire. Yeah. Well, she was new, so they were like, oh, new toys. Yeah, but like, she could still like perform mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And now it's just kind of like, oh, what happened? Too much yeah. code red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'll do it every time. Man, I had a Mountain Dew today with my lunch from Wind. I'm from Dairy Queen, and you ain't the same, huh? Uh huh. See <laughs> what I tell you? It's in me now. Yep, it's in me. It's it's in me now. Holy shit! Yeah. See, let's get to the first match, man. Um, Becky and Natalia. I mean, listen, man. I've been so loud about how like uninteresting Natalia is. Um, like the crowd was not cheering for Natalia; they were cheering for the flag she brought out, trying to there gain sympathy no cheers for her when she came out. Nah. Um, I mean, they they had a cool idea, you know that that sharpshooter in the ropes. I didn't know that it was like no DQ until. I don't know. Yeah. They, I didn't know if they established when they established that, but yeah. So I guess rope breaks didn't count. Um, that was a cool visual, the sharpshooter in the in the ropes on the turnbuckle. Um, I thought the yeah. match was was just strictly like, yeah, like it's still a regular match, but the only way you can win is by submission. So that's don't what fuck I thought. <laughs> that's what I thought. There was one rule that we didn't abide by. We still picked right. But there was one rule we didn't think of when we were picking, is that baby faces do not lose submission matches. True. Yeah. They never do. I can't think of the last time a baby face lost a submission match. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So we had a couple weird matchups. Like well, I mean, there was at least one other weird matchup later on, but yeah, this this match was, it was, I mean, it was what we expected. Yeah. I feel like it existed. I mean, yeah, and I mean, I was, I was, I was surprised they started the night off with it. Really, yeah. had to get out of the way, have, get the hometown pop, get the man boss. pop. Yeah. You know, the most uh, 
the most fascinating thing about that whole story was the next night. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks is back, dog. You missed it, too. <laughs> I didn't miss it, miss it. I missed the first, like, minute or two. <laughs> Sasha Banks is back with a glow. She glowing. She's the a cr- fucking eagle. The crowd, the crowd cheered, thank you, Sasha. As she, she got blue fucking hair. As she got <laughs> Natalia up out of there. Natalia was talking about her daddy. And the crowd cheered, thank you, Sasha. Like, I do it, feel bad a bit for that, but shit. Uh, well, fans are rude, but yeah. Yeah, they were pissed about no thumbtacks, but yeah. yeah. Fans are rude, but... uh. Sasha came in and and she definitely jumped the line to be the uh, the next challenger to Becky Lynch's title. She got Natty and Becky Lynch up out of there. Listen, I thought Canadians were supposed to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we've talked about that before. No, they they they've been living off that. They've been living off that uh, that reputation for a while. Um, but we've got Becky Sasha coming up next. And I'm I'm definitely interested in that war of words. I want to see how Becky is not Becky, how Sasha's going to be on that mic. Uh, I want to see how Becky's going to be in return. What what we've got coming up next is going to be really really interesting. I'm guessing it'll be a ca- uh, cash clash of the champions. Um, I'm definitely interested in this feud. So we talked about you know the women's division. You know, the, SummerSlam was a holdover for the women's division. It was there to to represent, but. This next phase, this next couple months, is about to be something to pay attention to. How are they going to do it? What do you mean? I mean, like, I mean, are they just going to give it to her? I don't know. To to uh, Sasha? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I mean we'll have to see. We'll have to see in that build. Like you just said, yeah. Say, I mean, you know, and, and and watching it now, I mean, the way, the way Sasha came back, Dude, it, it got kind of rough. It got very rough. It got well, very I, rough. Yeah. The, it was a perfect return for Sasha. Like it looked like Becky was like legitimately pissed at one point. Well, one of those chair shots smacked her in the head. This was like on the this was on the hard camera side of the ring when she was stomping on her. Like she got him straight up slapped her. Yeah, well, and it was just like, damn, here we go. (laughs) But you know, this was a perfect return for Sasha, right? And so the way she came back, if you feed her to Becky instantly, I mean, that kind of, and maybe there's a way to do it, but like if you do that, that kind of kills Sasha's return. So I mean, if I'm sitting here today, I would predict Sasha is the next Raw Women's Champion. I can't disagree with you. You know, but the, the those promos are going to be fire because I know Becky's got some ammo about Sasha being gone so long, about Instagram, about how anytime Sasha wins the title, she instantly loses the title on the first defense. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a I'm really all good. This down. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be some really good promos in this build up. So I'm 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 excited. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um moving forward, Goldberg and Dolph Ziggler was what I thought it would be. Oh yeah, I didn't expect 
golf to keep getting up. Like, what the fuck, bro? I legit, I legit laughed out loud. Oh yeah, no, I was rolling. Um, that was, you know, if it was gonna get, I don't want to say Barry, but if he was gonna put Goldberg over that way, I legit laughed out loud when he uh, he kept grabbing that microphone and begging for more. I was, yeah, no, that I mean, like, damn dog, like he's just gonna come kill you again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, just let me. Goldberg could have Goldberg could have kicked out at two on that second super kick. That was kind of annoying to me that he kept kicking out at one. I'm like maybe on the fir- maybe on the first super kick, but on the second super kick, he could have kicked out at two and put it over a little bit more. He's just trying to fucking make up for that blood money show. Yeah, well, I mean, and Dolph was gonna help him with that because they weren't gonna give him no extended match, but he could have kicked out at two. You know Goldberg's gonna think about that blood money match every single yeah. time he gets in the ring. No, he's got nothing else to think about. I mean, that's over with. The fans, the fans forgot. Not that they forgot, but like Goldberg's perpetually over. So I mean, they they chanted his name like crazy when he came back and signed that contract. So that, I don't think that's something he has to worry about anymore. Yeah, you're right, but. That spear he gave Dolph Ziggler was uh, fantastic. It was. It was very good. Maybe his best spear ever. Mid mid to late 90s greatness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to credit Dolph for that. I think that you got to credit Dolph for that one. I don't know if there would have been anybody any. I don't know if there would have been anybody better to take it than, Adolf, than yeah. Dolph. Yeah. You know. Great spear. Oh, yeah. Great look. Great. <laughs> he, he grabbed it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> he grabbed it. Um, let's move forward, man. Um, AJ Styles and Ricochet. Um, that was a great finish. Amazing finish. Um and you know, and, and kudos to Ricochet. He made it look good. I mean, that leg work was some good leg work from Styles, and and Ricochet, you know, played off of it and sold it well. Um, the climax of that, to me, probably that that one legged springboard clothesline. Um, what was good leg. what was with Ricochet acting like the the OC was gonna get involved the whole time? They didn't do anything really. Well, they well he they tried. I mean, they didn't try try, but they they tried. Yeah. You know what I mean, though. He they they more so distracted him more than actually got involved. Like they looked like they were trying to get involved, and he fought them off. Um, especially toward the end, like Anderson actually got on the ring apron. I remember, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he was just distracted more so than actually really try to get involved. But yeah, I I think his thinking was, let me take them out before they get involved. I understand the. The idea, but it's just like, damn, dude, you could have, could have, almost had it. Would have <laughs> kept your mind in the ring. And yeah. I mean, hell, now we got. I mean, do you see what was announced for next week? Uh, what Styles and Strowman? Yeah, like what yeah. the fuck? Like Styles challenged Strowman. <laughs> yeah, and I think that I think that's gonna lead to something else. We'll get in that in a little bit too. But as far as this match goes, it was one of those another. It was another good match. But I feel like it was cut short again. Like if they had five more minutes to really build a little more, I think it could have hit that extra level. But I think 
it, it didn't get there again for me. Like I said, the finish was great, but it didn't really get there for me. I think the match itself was only like nine, nine, ten minutes long. Yeah. And, you know, listen, you can do a lot in nine or ten minutes, but what you they can. did in the nine or ten minutes was was good. It just wasn't it wasn't what we thought it would be. It didn't steal the show like we expected it to. Yeah. So I want to ask this, though, because it's about it, we we, we got to have a conversation about AJ Styles. OK, we got to have a conversation, man. About time to have that talk. Um, when was AJ Styles' last great match? Like, truly great match. Fuck. To be honest. It wasn't Rollins, and it wasn't against Rollins. Because the thing is, nobody remembers that match. No. I'd have to watch it again to remind to be reminded what was so great about it. But I can't remember the last great AJ Styles match. Him and Cena? You think it was that long ago? I mean, I'll give him. You know what? Three good ones. I'll give him. I'll I'll give him maybe, and I have to go back and watch again. Maybe the Daniel Bryan series, but even then, some of those pay per view matches felt like it could have, like, and I feel like we've said this before. Like we said it on 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 old episodes, even talking about that series. Like there was still something missing, right? Maybe you feel like AJ's losing his losing his. I don't. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say well, that, did. but you said you said you did. <laughs> I feel you, but like, I, mean, like, I no, like, I didn't say it, but like I said it like as a question. Like, I know, I know, I know, but I I don't know, man. I'd have to go back and watch that Daniel Bryan series again, but I really don't know because I'm trying to think of his WWE title reign, which was about a year. Um, I mean, he had a great match with Brock Lesnar, but that was Survivor Series 2017. Um, what was what happened in 2018? He had the Nakamura series, which was underwhelming, um, but ended with a really decent last man standing match. Um, who did he face at SummerSlam last year? Was that Baron Corbin? Or was that? Oh wow! So like, I actually want to say like Randy Orton. Oh, the WrestleMania match. Oh uh, no, you're talking SummerSlam, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was wondering who he wrestled at SummerSlam last year. I'm gonna look that up really fast. But even like the or, the Orton Styles match didn't really go where we thought it could have went. No, oh, yeah. I mean, like there really hasn't been. Much going on with AJ. And I know he took a little. I know he took a little time off after WrestleMania, but even then, no, he took a little time off after Money in the Bank. But even then, Samoa Joe last year. That's what I was gonna say. Yep, Samoa Joe won by DQ last year. Yeah, twenty-two minutes. Those matches underwhelmed, and they had multiple matches of those. Um, Looking at this card, that just looks so good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Miz defeated Daniel Bryan. God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That rivalry should have went farther. That got cut off. Um, but anyway, as far as Styles goes, I'll never, I'll never disrespect Styles as a performer. But I'm trying to. I'm no. not saying he's been coasting, but like I'm trying to remember his last great match. I'd have to go back and watch the Daniel Bryan series again. Um, 
but I mean, he, he did just come back from an injury, like yeah, right with the title. But like that doesn't mean anything. But really. even before that, like I said, even before that, like we don't really remember the, the Rollins match. The Orton match was whatever it was. Um, the Rumble match, Royal Rumble title matches are always kind of forgettable because not too many changes happen. I'm trying to remember how how good or great that match was before Rowan got involved. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'd have to really go back and really, really dig in and see. Once you do that, make me a list, and I'll go back as well. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Um, moving forward, man. Kevin Owens defeated Shane McMahon. Um, what do you think about that match? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. Kevin Owens is the man right now. He's, yeah. uh, he's, he's, he's man of the people. <laughs> man of fans. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's saying everything that. Everybody and the crowd is thinking, especially everybody in the backstage is thinking too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, fuck yeah, dude, Kevin Owens, and dude, he rocks a stunner pretty well. <laughs> it was probably uh, my favorite finisher, finisher it, move. It I was, um, it was, an, it was inoffensive. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was like an extended squash, I suppose, with Alaskan involved. I don't know how much selling for Shane McMahon I'd be doing. They be they be try they, yo they be really trying to make Shane McMahon look like a legit wrestler, don't they? Oh yeah. Like I get I, mean, I get he's a he's a he's a grown man, so I could maybe take him legit if he was just fighting for his life every time. But like, no grown men out here. Come on, man. Act yeah. Better. <laughs> you know, but portraying him as like a skilled wrestler, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Know. No, no, you can. Like that. Whenever they say that he's, I don't know. Have they ever said said that he's a skilled wrestler? Well, like they don't say it, but like he be hitting like he be trying to like DDTs, and the strikes look a little. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. The only offensive thing, and offensive is too strong, is Kevin Owens did the exact same spot that Adam Cole did the night before. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. When Adam Cole, he 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 acted like he was going to use the title, and then the referee took the title, and so he, he low blowed Johnny Gargano. Kevin Owens did the same thing with a steel chair, and then hit the low yeah. blow on Shane McMahon. Um, took the underground spot and made it mainstream, I guess. But you know, like I said, I, I the better story long term might have been Shane winning. And having a vigilante Kevin Owens going around fucking shit up, but I'm not mad with the route they took, letting letting Kevin yeah. get the win there and um you know get the get the pot for the hometown crowd. So match I mean, was what yeah. it was. I'm not mad. And then like with whatever, I mean all this shit that happened on SmackDown too. Like he like he is he's gonna crack Kevin Owens. Kevin, yeah. I think like, this shit. I actually like, figured it'd be over with, but I guess not. It must continue. With all these fines and shit, and like, dude, we haven't even seen Drew with Shane anymore. Like, all we've seen with Shane is Elias now. It's been kind of inconsistent as far as who's actually doing Shane's bidding. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, and Kevin could always say, "Well, you like, I mean, how many times have you had Elias and Drew come beat me up, and then you win the match?" He could have said that, but he didn't go that route. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He didn't go the bitch route. He's he's gonna do his own thing. The bitch route. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, like I mean, so like you get in trouble for something, and then 
point out somebody else that does the same thing that's not even <laughs> in the comic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Like, don't throw me under the bus, asshole. Caught. <laughs> 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 I got shit to do with that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Mm, mm, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what we get next out of Kevin Owens and Shane. Yeah. I mean, hopefully you get Shane the fuck up out of there. Because it's like, dude, this has been going on for way too long. This has been going on since Blood Money 2. The Shane McMahon story. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. We're about to get Blood Money 3 here in a couple months. I mean, Blood yeah. Money 4. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So, fuck, dude. That shit only happens twice a year. So, I mean, hell. <laughs> Blood drive. Yeah, they're going to need one. <laughs> the semi-annual blood drive. Um, Charlotte and Trish, with Charlotte picking up the win, um, it started out slow. I think Trish was trying to find her footing again, but it picked up. Um, kind of unremarkable to me overall. I mean, it had a, it picked up toward the end a little bit, but it was kind of unremarkable to me. Maybe it's just me. Uh, no, I'm in the same boat. So. Trish did well. Yeah. I mean, you got to give it to her for for coming out there, not wrestling in a match. When the mm-hmm. last time she wrestled like a a legit like pay per view match, was... I couldn't say because I know they had like she had like the tag team match at Evolution, right? Yeah. So I couldn't tell you. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like like we said, she she started out slow but picked it up. Kudos to Charlotte. I'll give her her props for you know kind of guiding the match. Her being the, the full time um, full time roster member now, kind of kind of. Picking up whatever slack Trish was given, you know what I mean, and and, and progressing the match forward while while Trish got comfy. Um, but overall, yeah, I mean it was solid. It just you know just was what it was. We got Charlotte getting the tap out victory and Trish saying bye to all the friends, all the fans, you know. No, yeah, it was it was what I expected to happen. Yeah. I mean, I might have picked the wrong person, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I still but, expected but, it. <laughs> Oh, that shit. The comeback is coming. Win, but I, just, I, just, I just picked the wrong one on purpose. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> Makes that, that comeback that much more epic. Yeah, exactly. I got you. Yeah, no doubt. I see the vision. Yeah. I see the vision. <laughs> Thank you. No doubt, man. Um, There were a lot of premature, this is awesome chants throughout the night. Like, there were like two or three. A little too premature. Like stuff wasn't stuff wasn't awesome when they it's said it was. Say what? It's just the go-to dweeb chant. It is. It is a dweeb chant. Um, but when they finally got it right, goddamn, they got it right because everything about the fiend was awesome. It was awesome. It, it's it's like I'm like because I was questioning. How much they have him on TV, or lack yeah. of, or, right? You know, yep. And I thought it was great, like keeping it like now it makes perfect sense keeping him off TV as much as they did. He wasn't even on TV this week, right? You know, right. And I read something that they were thinking that he might be too scary. I think it's I think it's because of that lantern. Man, fuck yeah, out of here, dude! It's, it's, it's like shaped. That. It's shaped as his head with the with the lantern coming out of it. Um, He's supposed to be like that. I mean, I I'm don't. down for it. I'm down for it, and I'm also down for him not to be on TV too too often. You can't have that on TV all the time. Um, no, because that's that's root- way too dope to be overexposed. Yeah, 
So, and even when he shows up, because I believe he's advertised for next week's Raw, even when he shows up, like, it doesn't have to be the full entrance. I wish they would even advertise him. Yeah, I feel you. I, I think it's even more special. Yeah, but advertising dollars, they want ratings, you know how that shit goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they gotta do that, but yeah. yeah. So, but no, that was that was dope. Um, it looks like, and maybe it's too soon to tell, but it looks like Sister Abigail may be no more. We got the Mandible Claw now. Which fits him perfectly. Yeah. I'm with perfectly. it. Perfectly. That is that is a perfect finishing move for him right now. Um, yeah, I'm down for that. I'm down for I mean, that. I don't, I don't want any motherfucker's fingers in my mouth, but that's probably the last motherfucker's fingers I'm going <laughs> <in> my mouth. <laughs> yeah. True enough. There's a JoJo joke in there. I'm not gonna make it because I'm trying to be I'm trying to be a good man. Like but, like uh, if I'm choking on something and Bray Wyatt's the only motherfucker that could like help me out, don't just <laughs> <laughs> let him in, Ren. <laughs> nah, I'll die. <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, baby. He took the mandible so claw from Foley that and with them, them nasty ass dreads. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is you go to the doctor. <laughs> I wonder how hard that mask is to wrestle in. I wonder how hard it is to wrestle in that thing. It's it's got to be constricting. Yeah, it can't be the easiest thing. So I'm sure there's a lot of practice in there. I don't know. But uh, no, I'm interested to see where the fiend goes next, man. Who his next target will be? It's too soon for for a a title a title feud. Um, oh yeah. But I'm 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 interested. I'm 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 looking forward to the next thing. That remix to his theme song is cold. Yeah. The the remix to his whole thing is cold. So we're gonna see how that is, man. His his exit is dope. They did uh, it right with yeah, this one. They did like. They- they didn't fuck. The, they didn't fuck around on this one. They waited, and I think it's exactly what we all wanted. You know them to do good. Yeah, I mean, like we're <laughs> like, I mean, because how many times does like do they bring somebody like do they give somebody a new character or whatever? And it's just fucking lame. Well, the problem is the sustaining part. Like typically, they can start off cool. Like, Bray Wyatt, when he first got here, was cool. Oh, yeah. It's the sustaining part that always seems to be the problem. But, but like, back when he first came out, he was on every night. Yeah. You know? But they built that for a couple of months. Right. We didn't know who the fuck Bray Wyatt was, mm-hmm. you know? His his group of degenerates, you know? But, and, but then yeah. when, they, when they used him more and more, they just didn't use him well. I mean, who... Listen, he he lost he lost feuds he shouldn't have lost. When he did win matches, it was like ineffective to the long term storytelling. And then they put him in a tag team with with Matt Hardy, like yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like what you talking about? Yeah, so yeah, so so we'll use him less, but whenever it makes, whenever it comes down to, it, we'll use him for the good stuff, the good shit, pal. Yeah, so that's. It's just a matter of sustaining. So they've got a good start. Just you know, if you're gonna use them, be be focused when you use them, and 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 just do better. So we'll see the the overall the overall long term. But they've got a great start. There's a salute to them for the start. Um, we're down to the main event, man. 
Seth, excuse me, Seth freaking Rollins has defeated Brock Lesnar again. Uh, Barnes were burned easily to match of the night. Easily Easy. to match of the night. Whenever, do whenever they give Brock a chance, he does great. Listen, the narrative on Brock, like I get, he's not there as often as people want him to be, or whatever. But for one, Brock, he has an air about his matches that literally anything can happen. Every okay. false finish is a false finish, and it, it brings you to your seat, right? Oh yeah. But I just mentioned how AJ, when AJ's last great match was, Brock, listen. The the match at SummerSlam with Seth, dope. The sprint at at WrestleMania with Seth was short but entertaining. The match with Finn was really entertaining. Daniel Bryan at Summer at Survivor Series really entertaining. Uh, the AJ Styles match last year really entertaining. Yeah, say what? You remember all of those? Yep. And maybe we remember Bryan fought. Yeah. Fuck, dude! I thought he was gonna win. I thought Daniel Bryan was gonna win. Yep. Yeah, and he makes he makes like whenever they let him go like that, he makes everybody else look so much fucking better too. He yep, he absolutely does. Him and the quote unquote smaller guys, Finn, Seth, AJ, uh, Daniel Bryan, great matches. The Roman Reigns matches, not so much. Um, but I also and I don't want to. That feels like a slight toward Roman Reigns. I don't want to say that. But as far as the memorability of it, like we mentioned, maybe. He his matches are so memorable because they're so few and far between. But when when he's on the screen, when he's in his matches, the man be going. Yeah, he be going. Much, I mean, you, you could talk as much shit about him as you want to for not being a a champion that's there every night. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and talk that shit. Wait yeah. till the fucking paper. When the Wait bell till the main rings, shit. Yeah. you'll see. I mean, because, like, I mean, I, I, nobody likes his match, his squash matches whenever he just super, takes him to Suplex City, you know? Like, we want to see him push to the limit. We want to see it brought to his door and see how he does. And that's what we've seen for all the matches that you just said. Mm-hmm. And those have all been fantastic fucking matches. Yep. And you think of it, too. He really only has but a few moves. He got the German Suplex. He's got the vertical suplex, but like barely. It's more of like a vertical suplex throw. Um, he's got the shoulder thrust in the corner and variations of that, and he's got the F five. That's it. But, he's got three moves. Yep, but the way he uses them, and when he wants to sell, the way he sells is great. The way he can beat down an opponent, but create hope for that opponent. But listen, Brian gets it done every time. Every time. I'm glad he's back. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and six months ago, you probably, I probably would have said something completely different. You think so? I mean, just, I mean, just because it was just like, all we were seeing was like, I mean, we were seeing a bunch of squash matches and type yeah. shit like that. You know? And we weren't seeing them as much. And the product wasn't as good as like what we're getting now. The product has definitely been stepped up. It's taking a turn. It's taking a turn. Yeah. Like, it's getting to be more pure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not stepped on. Oh, shit. <laughs> I almost choked on my water. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some, 
You had your bottom teeth out. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely had my bottom teeth out. (laughs) I hate you for that. (laughs) Holy shit. Damn, that was funny. Oh, damn. Yeah, man. Definitely have my bottom teeth out. Oh, damn. Yeah, but I forgot what we were saying. Go on. Um, Brock Lesnar? <laughs> yeah, be <sure. laughs> <laughs> No, like, I mean, like, six to eight months ago, I was like, dude, fuck Brock Lesnar. Get him out of here. Especially, mm-hmm. like, when we won the uh, Money in the Bank contract. I was like, yeah. God damn it. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And that and, that briefcase is definitely still washed because of how they did it. I don't want to get it construed, but yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that goes right with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that goes right with the thing that I was saying. Like, get Brock Lesnar the fuck out of here because nobody wants to see him anymore. Nobody gives a fuck about him because, like, the the main, I mean, the fucking heavyweight title is not on TV every night. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah I said that back then. Fuck that now because... It made like whenever he even wasn't on TV before SummerSlam, it was still great. And I mean, Seth Rollins could do his own thing, talking shit or whatever. But now, dude, that was that was a huge shock this past Sunday. It was. It was. It huge was. Huge shock. It was. I think what the and I think that what the story was there was like they. And we had talked about it before, you know, in the build up. Like you know, at WrestleMania, they gave him a short sprint. And Seth got the victory, right? Brock came back, won the briefcase, took advantage of a weakened Seth Rollins. But with this match, they got a full match. And Seth finally defeated Brock with no no bullshit, no low blows. He wasn't weakened. It wasn't a cash-in. He got a full match and truly slayed the beast. So, you I mean, know, overall, we- well, he I mean, weakened like he didn't have a full match beforehand. Um, like, do you want to fucking grab that bench and swing him around? God damn. <laughs> that boy's a grown-ass man. But <laughs> that ain't no Cesaro swing right there. That's Ew, like... That that, shit, dude, that's the I Minnesota forgot. swing. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was so funny. That was the Minnesota swing right there. That man got tossed around by the rib tape. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, I lost that it. That was so good. No. That shit was funny. But we used Brock Lesnar to, to put Seth over big and really establish Seth as the man. And uh, to me, I know we've got Styles and Strowman coming next week. But to me, I see Styles, not Styles, uh, Strowman and Rollins coming soon. I see that one-on-one match coming soon. Well, before we leave Lesnar, I... Mm. What's he going to do next? Because he's signed until WrestleMania next year. That is a great question. Because, you know, I mean... Ooh, you know what? I think I see it. I think I see the vision. Um, Brock is pissed. Brock is pissed off that he's not getting that title shot. So is he going to get involved at the... I think so. Quote-unquote, Rollins-Strowan match? I think so. I think that we get a pissed off Brock Lesnar. See, it can go two ways with Strowman and Rollins, right? Either either Seth could be I don't 
this this new title reign is to establish Seth for real because that last title reign was lackluster, and we ain't seen Baron Corbin since, which is fine. But with this title reign, we get more of an establishment for Seth Rollins. So Seth Rollins can either be the Beast Slayer and he can beat the monster now clean after he beat the Beast, or we get Brock Lesnar who gets involved. And costs Braun Strowman the match because he feels like it's his match. And then we finally get Braun Strowman beating Brock Lesnar. Do you, th- do you think Brock's on his way out? Well, and I was leaning toward that too. I mean, we've got the contract ending around WrestleMania. Maybe this is the part where Brock is putting everybody over. That would be amazing because Braun's never beaten Brock. Braun has never beaten Brock, so maybe he finally gets that win, and then whatever happens next happens next. So maybe, maybe this is the part of it where Brock gives back. He be he that the all the shit that people talked about him about not giving back about being a part timer holding people down. Maybe this is the part where he tells him to tell you to dick. Brock could put people over more than Cena could if it goes to that. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm with that, yeah. But like, but you still can't have him lose every single time. Exactly. That's a lot. Of that's, right. You know, like that's true. And like, I mean, and, and you can't have him come up and come out and just beat up some random stereotype motherfucker. No. Take it away from that. You know, like right. he's, like, he's got to beat legitimate people, but he can't lose every single time he fights from here on out. True. Exactly. Exactly. So, Brock oh, man, is always this- an interesting story. He always is. I feel like I feel like we say it all the time, but goddamn, what a fucking time! <laughs> what a time, man! Yeah. Brock is an what interesting t- story, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. So hundred percent. We on the way. We on the way. But yeah, I think we see Styles and Strowman. Uh, I keep saying Styles. Uh, we see Rollins and Strowman at a Clash of Champions. I I, I think. Um, Strowman got involved in the Raw to to give Ricochet and Rollins, you know, a new ally. And to stick his, you know, stick his nose in that mess, and to reestablish himself as as a force to be reckoned with. Um, Rollins heel on that point. Say it again. Rollins gonna be the heel on that point because you've seen Strowman like gave him his title back mm. and put his hand out there to shake up. They shook up, but I feel like Rollins gonna be like, "Fuck you, dude! I don't need you to help me out." <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a really good impression. <laughs> I was really solid. I burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> I burn it down. <laughs> oh shit, that is funny. That's funny. Um, I feel you. Yeah, maybe not full heel, but maybe just like heelish. Like I don't need nobody. I hear you. I hear you. Kind of like the paranoid champion. He's got the target on his back because he's the man. That'd be perfect because we haven't we haven't we haven't seen the paranoid champion from Rollins yet. Yeah, I feel you. And that's definitely that's definitely a character. The I paranoid feel champion, and he should be paranoid. Money. I mean, naturally, because he's he's the champion, and he knows he's got what everybody wants. So yeah, it's I something mean, we I should mean, see more often. Yeah, I mean, like right whenever Paul Hammond got that new job, he fucking hit him up on Twitter. So oh, so now you're working. Creative director or whatever, right, and you're gonna be right. Brock Lesnar, yada yada yada. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. True. So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's gonna be an interesting fall. We got we we we've got changes, changes abound, changes are coming. Um, I feel like 
I feel like late summer, early fall is always a good time to watch. You know what? I feel like it's not. No? I feel like it's not. I feel like the last, what was last year? Um, Last year, Roman Reigns beat, well, that was a little different. Roman Reigns ended up having to vacate the title. Um, I can't be talking about Talking up my ass, I don't know. Well, I'm just thinking about like the past few years. Like I remember Seth, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens had a few that that just kind of happened for me. Um, what happened last year with AJ Styles? He was finishing up his feud with Samoa Joe. That should have been better. I feel like the last few years has been kind of filled with things that should have been better but weren't. But with the turn of what's 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 coming. Like them actually, it seems it seems like the product is turning around a little bit, at least a little bit more entertaining. That maybe we're gonna get a better fall. So yeah, no, I wouldn't say you're talking about your. I wouldn't say you're talking about your ass. You you've got optimism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're optimistic for the product. I'm down for that. I'm with that. Um, couple things I wanted to touch on. We had two matches, um, one on Raw, one on SmackDown. They both they fit the same formula, um, and both fit the same purpose. You had the the smaller guy who is kind of big for a smaller guy taking on the agile big man. So on Raw, you had Cedric Alexander and Drew McIntyre, and then on SmackDown, you had Buddy Murphy versus Roman Reigns. Um, two really entertaining matches. Two oh, really, really entertaining matches. And even though they both lost Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy, like there was though that was one of those examples of, of being put over in a loss. How a loss can still make you look good. Both of those matches should have been on SummerSlam. Think so? Oh I mean at least the Buddy Murphy Roman Reigns match. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad that they weren't. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to see, you know, Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre on, on those big cards, but I'm not mad that they weren't on SummerSlam. Theoretically, you see, theoretically, the, the Raw and SmackDown, you get more viewers on that. So if your goal was to put over Cedric Alexander and put over Buddy Murphy, I mean, that was a great vehicle to do so uh, because more eyes are on the product on the, the TV nights. So, yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Let them be more, a little more established, and then you know, yeah, put them on pay per view. I mean, because they're used to kickoff shows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the 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 network and kickoff shows is where you would see Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy. You know, back on 205. But if you're gonna yeah reestablish them for the for the TV audience, I'm not mad how they did it. Um, they they both did their thing on Monday and Tuesday. That Claymore, huh? Out of this world. Oh, beautiful. That spear was was beautiful, too. Oh my God, dude, he got flipped. Yeah, that spear was beautiful. Yeah, second I, second best spear like, ever. I had never seen nobody get flipped like that. That was great. That was great. Second best spear ever right after Goldberg Ziggler. Hey. <laughs> I can roll with that. Yeah, man. So, good night for both of those cats, man. Great way to, to, to put them over. Wanted to shout them out real quick. Um, next up, man, we've got the King of the Ring, man. King of the Ring bike. Man, hell. 16 men, dog. Eight on Raw. Eight on SmackDown. I want to run through this roster real quick. Um, I want you to pick your final four. And then, you know what? We'll just pick a winner. Right? Why not? Why not? Yeah. The, fi- the finals won't be until Clash of the Champions, and that's when it'll truly count. But See, 
I don't, man. King hmm. of the Ring, man. That should be one night. Oh, no. No, no, no. You think so? Yeah. Hell yeah. Why? Tournament style. Well, see, it depends on how many people. Like, how many people would you put in a one-night tournament? I mean, like, I mean, like the pay-per-view itself would, like, everybody would probably shit on the pay-per-view because there's only a limited amount of people in it. Mm-hmm. But, like, dude, that's what it's all about, man. It's like, blood sport. Like, fucking, <laughs> like, you fight three times that night, and then you are the king of the ring. I like, feel if it was a If it was an eight-man tournament, I'd, I'd maybe get with that. But this being 16, nah, I wouldn't have a 16-man tournament in one night. It just doesn't seem like, I mean, like, yeah, that's just the only reason that I'm not, like, ex- like, I'm, like I'm excited about it, but I'm not excited about it because yeah. it's just like, like I, like I said, I think you should have to fight. It should be one night where you win the first, if you win the first match, you go on to fight again. If you win that, you go on to fight for the final. I see. Like in the, like in the earlier years, like like the first Kingdoring pay-per-view, Bret Hart won three matches. Three distinctly yeah. different matches. Uh, they did the whole eight night tournament, and like in later years, um, you know, you'd have maybe like the final four. Like I think like the last King of the Ring pay per view uh, was like the final four, uh, but they would kind of flip that, you know, flip that um, that formula, you know, throughout the night. So yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. Sixteen is too much to do in one night, but I, I see where you're coming from. I see your vision. Yeah, man. Let's, I'm just Blood sport. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go over this roster real quick. The eight from SmackDown, or rather the eight from Raw: Drew McIntyre, Samoa Joe, Ricochet, The Miz, Sami Zayn, Cedric Alexander, Baron Corbin, and Cesaro. Over on SmackDown, you got Ali, Andrade, Apollo Cruz, Kevin Owens, Buddy Murphy, Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin, and Elias. Who's uh Who's your final four, dog? Uh, hold on. I've got to see the names. I'll be able to pick better that way. I, uh... Go ahead. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... So we get two from Raw and two from SmackDown. I would say that's probably how they're going to do it. I think think you'll probably get the, the last guy from SmackDown versus the last guy from Raw. Okay. I'm going to go with my final four as Drew McIntyre, mm. Cedric Alexander from mm. Raw. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Why the fuck that up? I'm trying to think. Yeah, I did fuck that up. <laughs> What's up? Uh, no, yeah, no, I'll scratch that. I'm going to go with uh, Drew McIntyre and Corbin from Raw. Okay. And then from SmackDown, I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy and Andrade. Ooh, okay. We actually have two of the same Final Four. <laughs> do we? We do. I'm kinda, and I'm kind of back and forth on it because I feel like even within the tournament that maybe Cedric Alexander gets his win back over Drew McIntyre. Um. The thing about this tournament, we're going to have... This is a lot of great potential for some great matches and some great shine for all of these cats. Especially a cat like Chad Gable, who this, isn't doesn't get any time. All over the Cole roster. Say, say it again? This, this, I mean, this King of the Ring tournament or whatever they got going on is all over the roster. Yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah. 
That's we, what makes it awesome. We haven't seen Chad Gable on TV. We haven't seen Shelton Benjamin on TV. Um, those two names especially. We haven't seen a lot of Apollo Crews lately. He's getting a little bit more time. Um, Cesaro's been off and on. But, yeah, so we, we're going to get a lot of shine. I think we're going to get a lot of good matches. My final four, like I said, I was, I was back and forth because I feel like these two guys being in the tournament, you might get Cedric Alexander getting his win back over Drew McIntyre. But uh, I'm picking Drew McIntyre, I'm picking Ricochet, I'm picking Andrade, and I'm picking Kevin Owens as my final four uh, for, for for SmackDown and, and Raw, the King of the Ring tournament. Who uh, who you got winning it? Let's just fuck it. Let's go with it. Who you got winning it? King Corbin. King Corbin. Oh, my God. I would hate that. And, I, <laughs> and they might damn sure go with it. I fucking hate it too if it happens, but that's what's good. I'm calling it. <laughs> I feel you. That's not a bad pick, you know. If you just think because about... like everything that like he's accomplished, old quotations accomplished. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why not add it to this? True, 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 true. It does feel like the king gimmick is is better is better for a heel. Uh, so yeah. I do feel you on that. But you know what? I'm going with King Ricochet. What's with that a whole lot harder than my pick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with King Ricochet. I think they do see a lot in him, even though they took they took the U.S. title off of him. I think they're determined not to go the Sin Cara route with him. I think they heard that episode of Hard Camera been trying to hold it against me ever since. Um, so yeah, you know, as of today, I'm going with King Ricochet. In a couple episodes, we will uh, we will be able to narrow it down and, and and see if these picks came true. Um, but yeah, man, King hey, Ring tournament's coming up. What's up? Bit off subject. Go but ahead. What fuck? So what's Alistair Black's deal? I don't know, man. He likes sitting in rooms talking to I don't know whoever he's talking like, to. Like he sits in the back of the bar, saying, "Why don't nobody fight me?" Yeah, but he don't talk that loud enough for anybody to hear him. Right, <laughs> right. If you want to, if you want to fight, tell motherfuckers you want to fight. Tell the world. Tell everybody. You whoop every every motherfucker's ass in here. Tell us. Bullshit. I mean, what the fuck? I'm trash because I picked him in my fantasy wrestling uh, draft, and I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna go poorly. Who's your number one? Kofi Kingston. All right. You know what though? And we somehow completely forgot to talk about that match. Um. Yeah, we should touch on that really fast because that was a really bad ending. It was the crowd. Was, the crowd was not. That was probably the best chant of the night from the crowd. What they chant? This is bullshit. Makes sense. Yeah, um, makes sense. You know, I'm and, and, Co- and Kofi's reasoning was because, uh, or was that Kofi's reasoning? Hold on. I'm trying to think. Orton staring down his family. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I'm not mad. Listen, I'm not mad that the feud is continuing, but the thing with me and the thing with Kofi is that every every like underlying story in the Kofi the Kofi Kingston title reign, all of his feuds is that Kofi is this quote unquote undeserving champion, right? Which it's been what four months? Like that narrative has to go away. And if Randy Orton, this feud been built up. This has been a decade in the making, right? <clears throat> it's been a decade in the making. And this is the ultimate obstacle for Kofi to overcome. Kofi should have beaten Randy Orton that night. 
Who else is going to fight, though? Well, like I said, the feud can continue. Randy Orton could get his heat back afterwards. He could attack Kofi and then stare down the family. He could attack Kofi and then drag Kofi to the outside and RKO him two, three times on the floor in front of his son, if that's what you want to do. But if you're going to make it personal, make it personal. But, like, show that Kofi is a force to be reckoned with. Especially if they've been telling this whole decade long story. Like we can't keep we can't keep doing the whole Kofi is an undeserving champion thing. He deserves it. We've established that. He deserved it before he was champion. We just we established that too. Well Rollins was champion. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so for him now we're 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 at like the big boss in the video game. That you can't fucking beat. <laughs> yeah, so he could have yeah. He could have beat the boss, and then they could have made the sequel, and it would have made sense. Like, but instead, we went with the with the with the lame double countout, which which, yeah, that 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 that's rough, man. That's rough to see. Um, if it leads to a Randy Orton revival stable, though, that'd be kind of tight. I'd fucks with that. That would be kind of tight. <laughs> but yeah, man, just yeah. That was just, yeah, just left a bad taste. Left a bad taste in my mouth. Pause. So, anything else, man, that's been, uh, that's, that's on your mind in this world of, in world of wrestling. We've been, uh, been there about two hours. Man, it was, uh, it was a ride this past weekend. This is true. You know, I mean, and I mean, every time, every time this is a takeover, you, you can't expect the, the following night to beat it <laughs> if well, you yeah, actually no. watch it's two different <laughs> products yeah it's two different products but yeah and actually yeah we i mean actually we shouldn't even like put them in the same two groups because mm-hmm. it's, it's completely different things yeah but i mean i mean yeah like when i came to work on tuesday the girl that watches us man you were not lying the biggest part <laughs> of the night would be saturday <laughs> <laughs> No I doubt. Told you, Jackie. Oh my god. No <laughs> doubt. Hey. Tell him. No doubt, man. Tell yeah, him. I mean I mean everything was it was a good show, all in all. It was. It was. Yeah. It wasn't it was, yeah, it wasn't a bad show at all. Just nothing stuck out to me really until the end. But yeah, exactly. uh, you know, it's, then, it's but better I mean, than a bad but, show. But I mean last month's pay per view. The only thing that stuck out was everything but the main event. I'll give you that. Yeah. So. I'll give you so that. So. They redeemed themselves this month. <laughs> we on the way. We on the way, man. Like you said, the the, the the fall season, man, change is coming. And they got to go hard, man. And not even necessarily with the AEW thing, which is always looming. But we've got the move to SmackDown. So you, or the move uh, SmackDown to, to Fox coming up in, in about two months. So less than two months at this point. So. If you don't make these moves, you got to set it in motion now. And like, I, I'm I'm not ever really too excited about this next upcoming pay per view. I think it's kind of a lame, shitty pay per view. Really? Clash of Champions. Really? Yeah, I'm not too big of a fan of it. I no? mean, like, I don't think it should be a pay per view. Really? Historically, it's, it's not. Uh, historically, no, not great things have happened. Not, not nothing I can remember off top. If they want the championships to mean something, then yeah, I'm down for it. But I mean, you, that's have to be that's got to be a concerted effort. We still haven't seen Shinsuke Nakamura since he won the Intercontinental Title. 
and like why I like, why haven't like why like SummerSlam is supposed to be the biggest fucking party of the year? Mm-hmm. Why weren't all the titles on the line for that pay per view? Yeah, I don't know. That's, uh... More people, more people are going to tune in to SummerSlam than Clash of Champions. That's mm-hmm. a fact. I feel you. That's true. That is true. That is. And I mean, well. I know that's been brought up at the at the war room. Over there, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But goddamn, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but goddamn. Goddamn, yeah. Vince. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you, but we've got an uh, interesting coming, interesting few weeks coming up, man. We got AEW's All Out, um, which is gonna set the tone for for the AEW on uh, TNT. We got Clash of Champions coming soon. Um, as we always say, man, it's a good time to be a fan, man. It's something for everybody if you want to go find it. So, absolutely, man. Yeah, you just gotta reach in there and grab it. <laughs> Fine. That's the name of the episode. Reach in there and grab it. Fine. You said it, not me. Did I say it? Jeez. Holy shit, man. Big man, let me know they can reach you on social medias, dog. You got it, my man. You find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a. F-F-H-H-D-U-P-3-1-6. Run it. Bet, man. Hit me on the Twitter at Juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Hit me on the Instagrams at Juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Facebook.com slash Juve. Check out the Twitter page at The Hard Camera and search The Hard Camera on the YouTubington Jones. Get the entire archive of The Hard Camera. Want to send a happy birthday to the fallen Nipsey Hussle. Want to say a happy birthday to the boy Big Ren, the legendary. Shoot him your birthday, birthdays? love. Uh, his is the 15th. Oh, gotcha. Yours is the 16th. Um, send Big Ren your love. And uh, my name is Juve. And uh, uh, in, in, on behalf of my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, we are Rhythm and Blues. And we will see you all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.